the volume. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. On Coward Podcast presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. No better place to bet the action than on FanDuel Sportsbook during the football season. There's a lot of reasons. It's America's number one sportsbook. Incredibly easy to use. Super safe. Totally secure. Super fast payouts in as quick as two hours. You're not going to get that anywhere. Also, same game parlay bets. Live betting. It's the best. Hey, if you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. I did it in 15 seconds. Get started now. Sign up. Please use the promo code Colin so they know we sent you. Please use the promo code Colin, C-O-L-I-N. FanDuel Sportsbook app. Sign up. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Monday Morning Podcast. Well, I'm going to start with the Cowboys Niners and then work my way backwards for about 10 minutes. And then we'll bring on Matt Mosley, who's going to go back to the Niners Cowboys. First of all, the last three minutes of that football game was how not to manage the clock. First, Jimmy G. Dude, you've been in this league long enough. On fourth and inches, he didn't have the wherewithal intellectually to wait for Trent Williams to get set. I mean, Jesus, that's high school football stuff. That's the knock on Jimmy G. Simply put, he's talented. He's a gamer. But upstairs, you just can't trust him. He makes really dumb decisions. That was a bonehead play. It would have sealed the game. There would have been no tension at the end like there was. So that's why you got to move off Jimmy G. I think he's a gamer. I think if I was, you know, a Pittsburgh Steeler team and I could I could get him for a couple of years and draft a college kid, but he above the shoulders, it's not talent. Jimmy can move a little, Jimmy can throw. Talent-wise, to me, he's on par with Dak Prescott, who just got the bag, and better than Kirk Cousins, and in the same class with Derek Carr. But it's above the shoulders where Jimmy G drives the 49ers staff. Crazy. It's one of the smartest organizations in sports. And at times, Jimmy G can be an airhead. Secondly, I'm not exactly sure what Dak Prescott was doing when he ran the ball with no timeouts left. Again, that's just basic stuff. Tony Romo was obsessed with him handing the ball to the official. You don't have timeouts left. They were throwing the ball successfully. That made no sense at all. And again, Dak's got too many starts in this league to make that mistake. Listen, the Cowboys ended up with, what, 14, 15 penalties? That's egregious. Um, And I think when you look at the Cowboys season, and this is sort of how I felt going into the playoffs, I predicted they'd be a wild card team, one and done, is that, and I predicted San Francisco would beat them, 28-27 was my prediction. When you look at the Dallas Cowboys, 
you got to have an A somewhere. You got to have an A as a coach or an A as a quarterback. But McCarthy to me is B to B minus and Dak is a B to a B plus. And in the end, Shanahan's an A, Jimmy's a B to a B minus, but the A won. I think you have to look long and hard if you're the Cowboys at moving Kellen Moore up to be the head coach and Mike McCarthy in an advisory role. Jerry Jones historically has given coaches a longer leash than I would have on several occasions. I mean, he gave Jason Garrett a lot of time. He gave Chan Gailey three years. He gave Barry Switzer more time than I would have. In fact, I think Barry Switzer wanted out more than Jimmy initially wanted him out. Also, the two teams in the NFC East that we thought were okay, no, they were sort of hot garbage too. The Eagles were awful, and Dallas played overwhelmingly poor football against the Niners. All right, so let's go Saturday, Bengals Raiders. I like the Bengals to win in cover, mostly because I thought the Raiders' defense was on the field for 88 plays against the Chargers. I thought they were spent. And against the Bengals in the second half, I thought their offense looked tired. They struggled to get a push at times. And I thought their defense looked gassed. Joe Burrow is a really special player. I do think for the Bengals, though, I think this is the end of the road. It takes steps to get where you want to go when it comes to the NBA or NFL playoffs. And I sort of feel like now winning the division was overachieving. Winning a playoff game against the wildcard team wasn't. But I don't see the Bengals as a team that could beat a Kansas City or beat a Buffalo I just or Tennessee. I don't think that's a great matchup. So I think this is the end of the road for the Bengals. Baby steps. But I think they have a chance to dominate this division for the next decade if Zach Taylor and Burrow continue along their ascending paths. Buffalo, New England. Bit of a shocker. I've called Josh Allen the Mike Tyson of NFL quarterbacks. He's flawed. He has bad fights and bad rounds. But if you're not prepared for him athletically, he is devastating. He is a knockout artist. And I thought Mac Jones was okay. But the truth was the Bills didn't punt. It was touchdown, 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 drive after drive after drive. And... We all know Bill Belichick is smart, but this New England team was largely comprised of the same stuff Brady had for 20 years. Great special teams, great coaching, great defense, excellent run game, above average offensive line, and pretty average weapons. That's overwhelmingly what Brady dealt with. Now, there were a couple of years with Randy Moss and obviously Gronk and Aaron Hernandez in their prime, but by and large, Brady always had lesser weapons on the perimeter than other great quarterbacks, certainly than Peyton Manning, uh, certainly now than a Patrick Mahomes. But the difference is Brady could extend those drives. Third downs became first downs. The leadership, the preparation, the number of plays you could run. Bill Belichick is still a great coach. I would not be shocked. I'm not predicting it. I would not be shocked if Belichick says, We elevated Mac Jones' value. We could move Mac Jones. There are nine teams desperate for a quarterback. Somebody would take Mac Jones if in turn, Belichick, 70 years old or close, could get a veteran quarterback. I think that's something to keep your eye on. Eagles at Tampa. I had said all year, I was shocked at Nick Sirianni and the production of Jalen Hurts. 
and they've got really good first round picks. And I said, I'm not going to take a quarterback. But boy, that was an ugly one. And what you're concerned with is not just that the Eagles lost. It's how the Eagles lost. I mean, they didn't throw to a wide receiver. They didn't have plus yards to a wide receiver for a majority of the first half. And I'm talking all up until about the last couple of minutes of the first half. Devontae Smith had a catch, I believe. This is a very run first, tight end centric offense. Now, the problem with that, of course, is when you play average teams and you can control the line of scrimmage, it's fine. You play with a lead. When you fall behind highly explosive offenses and you play from two, three touchdowns down, that offense doesn't work. So again, uh, Jalen Hurts could come back next year as the Eagles starter, and I wouldn't be completely shocked. But you can't tell me that Howie Roseman, the GM of Philadelphia, a deal maker from day one in this league, is not going to kick the tires on Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, and make calls on Aaron Rodgers. You look around this league right now. What do I always say my criticism of Baker Mayfield? He's great with a league. He's great throwing on third and two. But you get to these playoff games, you're playing from behind. Dak Prescott's playing from behind. Jalen Hurts is playing from behind. Derek Carr is playing from behind. That's the separation between guys you build around and guys you currently employ. I think Howie Roseman looks at Jalen Hurts and says, hey, we got to the playoffs in his first full year of starting. There's an argument to be made. Even though it's an awful division, they overachieved. But again, if you're Philadelphia, you have a recent Super Bowl, what's the goal here? Getting into the playoffs or winning the division? And Howie Roseman's the kind of guy, he'll give up five first-round picks. He'll give those up to get a Deshaun or a Russell Wilson. Let's bring in Matt Mosley. Doomsday Podcast, been covering the Cowboys for a long time. All right, Matt Mosley joining us from Cowboy Stadium. Let's start with the Dak play. What's the explanation? You just talked, Jerry Jones, players. What was the mood like? What were they saying about that mess at the end? Yeah, they, they thought, Colin, that they were going to get uh, uh, time. In fact, they thought they were going to put time back on it uh, to get a final play. And Dak even bumped into the umpire at some point. I think the play, what they wanted to happen there is Dak to immediately hand the ball. That didn't really happen. You see players sometimes, you know, throw the ball back to get it spotted in time. It it, it took too long. They felt like that that time should have been plenty of time to get the playoff. But uh, what they're basically saying, and and McCarthy was upset with um, the officiating. He thought they – he really thought he was going to get a chance to run that play there. But if you were watching it live, as I was, and watching it, you were watching it on TV, and the thing was, uh, as it was going down, I mean, it obviously was zero. So they felt like it was the official's fault for not getting them set and letting them go in time. So I know you haven't heard anything about any poor officiating uh, last week or so in, in, in the NFL, and so there are claims <laughs> of that now here in uh, Arlington, Texas. But it, but it is hard. First of all, I don't know why Dak would run. Uh, I mean, Jimmy G similarly didn't let Trent Williams get set on a fourth and inches, which is just remedial quarterbacking, high school stuff. Let your tackle get set. 
If he does, the game's over and Dallas never gets it back. So, and I thought Dak choosing to run, and I'll criticize Jimmy G. Dude, you got 50 starts in the NFL. Come on, that you're, you're not a rookie. I, if you're Mac Jones in that spot, I get it. But I thought Dak choosing to run, I thought it was a really poor decision, was it not? I, I guess in his mind, they had enough time and it got them in a position where they had a legit shot at the end zone. And before that play, it was more of a Hail Mary. I mean, they could run five wides and if they had gotten the thing clocked, you at least have a shot. Is it a great shot? No, but it's a, it's a shot. So I was surprised to see it. I mean, in real time, I'm like, what is he doing? Because you know the timeout situation and you're like, I, I, he can't be doing that. And, and, they, and they, you can't. Here's the thing. Knowing how these officials have been, you can't really like put a game in their hands. Um, and if you're going to do that, everything has to go perfectly. You got to get the ball to the official. So, but again, think about how lucky they were even to have a shot at the end. I mean, think about all the different crazy things that you talked about one play. Think about all the things that had to happen. And plus, right. this is the Cowboys. This is the Cowboys. We're down, they're down 23-7. The game's over. Uh, Fort Niners fans are, are, are celebrating and then they come back and they give their fans false hope. This is what they do. Um, what was the game earlier this season when they played a pretty good team and got beat here, uh, 25, 22, you know, they're down 22, seven. Yeah. To Arizona, they're down 22, seven. This game, they're down 23, seven. It's the same thing. It's like, Oh my gosh, they look at the comeback. Well, but when it, when it really matters at the beginning of the game, they're just flat. And in McCarthy, I just talked to McCarthy. We just got to visit with him. And he said something along the lines of, yeah, guys, I thought by the halftime, we'd finally, we kind of settled in a little bit. We'd settled into this game. I mean, can you imagine being a Cowboys fan and hearing this mess? Well, Kellen Moore is going to be a hot coordinator on the market. Jerry Jones is aware of that. Uh, Jerry said after the game, he had, you know, Mike McCarthy, I read, said no indication he'd be replaced. Uh, and, and, you know, cooler heads generally prevail. Jerry has a history of giving coaches an extra year. I mean, Jason Garrett multiple times was on the hot seat. So I don't think McCarthy's going to get fired. Do you see a scenario in which Kellen Moore gets an offer, um, even if it's a high-end coordinator offer and bolts and Jerry goes, okay, I can't lose my next head coach. Is there any scenario McCarthy and his future is foiled in Dallas? Well, I, I think it might be more Quinn before Moore. I mean, first of all, I mean, if you watch the play calling today, are people still like falling all over themselves to hire Kellen? Uh, I think Quinn just has, Quinn really has Jerry's attention. So I, I, I think there's some thought they'll be able to keep one of them. Um, I just don't think this goes all the way back to Chan Gailey. Jerry's told me many times, well, I, I felt I made the wrong decision. I gave up on Chan. I, they went to the playoffs one year. I think they had a winning record. Maybe they were nine and seven or something like that. They go to the playoffs and she fires Chan. And he's always felt bad about that. And so I don't think he has the stomach for firing a 12 and six coach. But have, have you ever seen a more fraudulent 12 and six? Like in NFL history, I mean, six of them are against the NFC East. And you saw the other supposed alleged decent team in the NFC East today just get killed. So that's, that's how they get six wins every year. 
NFL playoffs are here to celebrate. FanDuel Sportsbook is giving all customers, all customers, up to a $100 bonus on same-game parlays. You just place a same-game parlay on the Cardinals-Rams game, and you get a $100 bonus, win or lose. The more you bet, the more you'll get. I like the Rams to win in cover. By the way, I had the Niners this weekend, and I had the Bengals, so I went 2-2 two and two on my bets. Payouts with FanDuel in as little as two hours. Great offers, new and existing customers. So log on to FanDuel Sportsbook. Unlock your same-game parlay bonus today. Plus, if you're betting first time with FanDuel, they'll give you 30-to-1 odds on any team in the wild card to win if you use the promo code Colin. You can turn a $5 bet into $150. Promo code's always Colin, exclusively on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia, or West Virginia. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max refund, 10 bucks. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbookfanduel.com. Same game parlay available for multiple sports in all states on mobile slash web. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Jersey, and Virginia. Or call 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. Tennessee red line is 1-800-889-9789. Or go to 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Or call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation presentation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right 
with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. Yeah, Randy Gregory had a bonehead play in this game. I mean, again, Jimmy G did. Dak, I have questions. Mike McCarthy. You know, there's been this this sort of thought that, because I don't think, I think the Cowboys have to get smarter. I don't think they have to get necessarily better. I do think they have to attack the offensive line in the draft. And I think that, you know, this league's turning into such a, high volume scoring league, I, I think they could use another corner and a safety. Um, do you think there are pressing needs personnel wise in, for instance, free agency? Well, I think they got to make a decision about Zeke Elliott. I mean, they just went through a whole year where he was banged yep, up. Yep. Did you see the two running games today? San Francisco does. They did what they always do. They ran for like 160, 170 yards. They just lined up and did what they needed to do. And the Cowboys, Last I looked, ran for like 60. I mean, Dak would have added some to it at the very end of the game. But for the most part, they ran for 70, 75 yards. Okay, so they're not constructed to be a running team anymore. They were built for this a few years ago when Zeke was good. So um, I don't know if Pollard's the total answer. He's good. He's a good player. But and I don't think he's a feature. Like, I don't think he's a bell cow type guy. But uh, I, I think you've got to think about moving on from Zeke Elliott. And so that'll, I think that'll become a pretty big story. Yeah, no, I, I think you're right. I, I, I like their personnel. Again, I think they have to attack the offensive line in the draft. It's still ranked as a top five offensive line. Zach Martin is still as good as anybody in this league at his position. There's a couple of young offensive linemen I like. Um, the other thing, and it's no longer an elephant in a room, it is uh discussed after every bad Dak performance is this massive contract. So, there's an argument to be made, Matt. They're hamstrung. Now, they can move off Amari Cooper at their own peril. Um, you know, Amari has been such a elevator of Dak's overall performance. So it's an interesting situation you're in. You're paying like Tyron Smith a lot of money. You're paying Zeke money. You're paying Amari Cooper money. In a perfect world, you could move off them. But I have data that suggests Dak's not the same player without Tyron at left tackle mm-hmm. or Zeke. Or Amari. So to me, this is a really, this was an important year because those guys that you ha- that have wear on the tires, you're getting to a point now, you got to move off a couple of them, right? Because you're going to have to pay some of your other players here. Like, I, I feel like they're in a little bit of a quandary here financially, no? Well, just think about their two, like the, the defensive players that came onto the scene, uh, Diggs and Micah are fine. You know, one's in a second yes, year, one's yes. a rookie. So that's not that's not an enormous worry there. Gregory's an interesting one. I mean, I think he feels a lot of uh, loyalty to the Cowboys, but they've got to decide uh, what to do with him. And then if you think about it, they have a uh, they have a third wide receiver issue because they have Michael Gallup, who's a really good player, but might get paid somewhere. I don't know. He's been hurt. Um, so, and then Cedric Wilson's a pretty good player, but I mean, it really comes down. You talk about personnel. I agree with you that you need to surround Dak, but can't we agree? He was surrounded with pretty good personnel this year. And at times he just went in the tank and he wasn't great today. He wasn't great. I mean, think about it. He threw behind, he had Cedric Wilson, 
uh, on one play. They ended up going down there, I think, scored on this drive, but he had a horrible throw behind him. He has the horrible interception um, and to, uh, to uh, uh, that number 24 over there, Daquan. And that was a bad one. And he just – I mean, I, I, I just don't – it's really, really bad how streaky he is. And, yeah, you know, we're wondering, okay, like, who are the 49ers? What's their future? What are they going to do with Jimmy G? What will they do with Lance? All that kind of stuff. Like, are we con- – are we – after watching that today, are you just that convinced that Dak's that far ahead of Jimmy? I don't know. I mean, it's hard to say. I Listen. Yeah. No, no. I mean, listen, Jimmy – is not the future of the Niners. And Jimmy had a horrible throw today. And Dak had a horribly egregious decision, in my opinion, with 14 seconds left to run. But the gap between them, I've said this before, Dak is Kirk Cousins with fewer haters. There's an absolute ceiling. There's yeah. a clear ceiling with Dak. Do most Cowboy fans believe that? You do to Cowboy fans. I think, I think right now they're so upset. They're kind of blaming everybody. What the Cowboys, though, and even their fandom can buy, I can't stomach this stuff, but all these records and numbers, what happens at the end of the year, everybody just kind of goes, oh, man, this is one of the best offenses in the NFL. Oh, look at all these Pro Bowl players. Look at the All-Pro. I've been watching it for years. And it's just like, Dak had a great year. I mean, if you look at his numbers, it's like 37 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. I mean, whether it was Troy, Romo, whoever, you take that season. Usually. But then when you start looking at how it played out, I mean, I used to have to do this with Tony a little bit. He'd go 26 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. And it was like, oh, he's had a great season. Eh, it just didn't, it doesn't play out like that. You can't just look at those numbers. So I'm with you. And I think, I think it's really, I mean, I think what we'll find out and we won't find out tonight, but somebody's going to leak a story. Let's hope they do it on the volume. And they're going to say, uh, Dak was playing with a torn, whatever. Okay. Had a torn shoulder muscle. And so we may get that one. Okay. Cause that then goes, well, wow. He put up these great numbers, even though he was playing through all this, or even though his ankle wasn't quite right. We'll get something like that because they, once you pay a guy $40 million a year, like the one they they've got to protect him at all costs. So Jerry and McCarthy, can make evaluations that are disconnected from what we see. Their, their evaluations are just kind of out somewhere else. And what they do is, to make themselves feel better about it, they think, oh, my gosh, this guy's such a leader. Oh, he's a leader of men, which is just like, I don't know. I don't know where this came from. It's like maybe one of those, those uh, mega churches out in California. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, 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 he's, he did not have a great season. It was a very uneven season, and so he is part of the problem. He could also be part of the solution, but right now, I don't think you can feel good about the way things ended for Dak at all. Well, they went 6-0 and against the NFC East, and including the Niners' loss, 6-6 six and six against everybody else. Yeah. They were yeah. blown out at home by Denver, beaten by the Niners at home, beaten by Arizona at home, so we can say what we want. Outside of easily the worst division in football, they are a 500 team. And I, with that level of talent, that's not good yeah. enough. They have seven playmakers. It's simply not good enough. Okay, Mosley, you got a lot to do. Go do your stuff with Ed Werder. We love you. We wanted 20 minutes. We got it. We thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. 
All right, that's Matt Mosley. Check us out, our YouTube channel at The Volume. Push that red little button to your lower right to subscribe. Also at The Volume Sports on Instagram. Rate, review, subscribe. Good guests coming up. Nice stuff by Matt. Cowboy, tire fire. Well, at least Sports Talk Radio is set for the next 12 months. Talk soon. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of a American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.